Last year, we launched our course, The Data-Driven Classroom, and had hundreds of educators and clinicians take this course with consistently amazing feedback. I heard from so many teachers how this course really changed the way they approach data, how they were able to set up simple data systems, train their paras, and be collecting data to make data-based decisions within days of finishing the course. That feedback made me so happy. Now that course has been closed and unavailable since last year, but guess what? We are reopening the course, the data-based classroom, and I want you to be one of the first ones in. If data is something you have been struggling with for years, let's work on this together. Let me give you all of the tools to make this something that can consistently happen in your classroom. And guess what? Since you are a podcast listener, and I absolutely love my podcast listeners, I have an awesome code for you. When you use the code DATA100, you're going to get $100 off of the course bundle. Now, this code is only going to be usable until March 20th. So you only have one week to use this code, but Data 100 will get you $100 off of that course bundle. So that means for less than $200, you are getting the amazing data toolkit with literally hundreds of data sheets, all editable. And don't worry, I teach you how to edit it. And that entire data-driven course that touches on academic data, behavior data, staff training, and so much more. There's a link in the show notes with all of the information. Let's make this year the year that data really works. Hi, I'm Sasha Long, special ed teacher and board certified behavior analyst. Welcome to the Autism Helper Podcast. I'm here to explore different strategies to improve the lives of individuals with autism. We are continuing on with our series on classroom setup, and we are on step six, work tasks and IEP goals. Now, when you teach in a self-contained or life skills room or resource room, you tend to accumulate a lot of stuff. Because when you teach in these types of classrooms, you likely have students at a wide range of skill levels. You may teach second through fourth grade, but you might really be teaching the content from preschool through fifth grade. I mean, that's a lot of different materials to have access to. You might need things to work on color identification, but also things to work on pronouns. You might need to work on one-to-one correspondence, but also multiplication. That just quickly becomes a lot. Organizing your resources is so necessary for several reasons. One, you want to know what you have. You spend a lot of time and money on the resources that you have created. You want to know what you have so you can utilize them. And then two, you want to be able to have the resources when you need them. So if you have a student that's working on multiplication, you want to be able to find those multiplication resources right away. And then third, when you have so many resources in your classroom, that can become messy, right? Like actually messy. And when things are kind of all over the place, that could be really distracting for some of our learners. If there's just like piles of materials and bins of things everywhere, that could be visually overstimulating for our kids. So we want an organization system that can reduce the clutter and the distraction. 
All right, so we know why organizing is important. Let's get into some simple ways that you can organize the resources in your classroom. So first, I want you to go through your resources and pull what you're going to be using for your students this year. Now, because, you know, we go through students, you know, every few years, sometimes we have kids with us for a few years, you may have sets of resources that you don't need right now, i.e. maybe you had students that worked on multiplication last year, but you don't this year. Pack those things up. We don't want to get rid of them, right? Because we might have a student next year that is working on that skill, but get them out of your way. If you don't have a closet, get big, huge Tupperware bins and load those things in, but label them. I highly recommend taking pictures of what's in those bins, maybe laying things out, taking a picture, and then printing that picture and taping it on the top of the bin. Put lists on the side of multiplication tasks, things like that. So put things that are not in the skill set of your learners this year out of the way. Maybe if there's no room in your classroom, you put that in your own basement at your house or you ask your principal if there's somewhere you can store those things. But remember that you have them. Don't forget about those. Next, I want you to organize all of your seasonal materials. You don't want this out and everywhere either. I liked to organize by fall, winter, spring, just because I didn't have enough space or bins for like one for each month. And in there, I'd put everything that was like Halloween, Thanksgiving, fall themed in there, all the winter stuff. And then I would pull out those bins each month for the seasonal items because those are great things, especially if you're in early childhood and you really want to lean into seasons or holidays and you make those things, you want to use them year after year. There's no point in making, you know, the Halloween easy matching weekly workbooks if you're only going to use them once. You want to use them every year. And you can totally use those year round too anyways. But if you want to use them just for the season, then make sure you are having a system where you can access those things when the season and the time comes. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So you're putting away the stuff you don't need. You have your system for your seasonal materials. Now let's talk about the materials for what your students are working on right now. So for things that your students are working on right now or maybe later in the year, set up and organize those materials within common subjects. Maybe put all your language arts materials together, put all of your math materials, put all your file folders together. I'm gonna put a link in the show notes of how I recommend organizing file folders with color-coded stickers. It makes life way, way easier if you have a ton of file folder activities. And then have bins or shelves or whatever you have access to in your classroom, file cabinets, and label. Put all of the math manipulatives in one fo- in one drawer. Put all of your grammar activities in one drawer. So then you will know where it is. I think labeling it is key. Everything needs a home. And the home shouldn't be on a student desk or on your direct instruction table. Where are you putting it when you're done? So make sure everything has a home so you can put it back when you're done with it. The last piece of organization is maintaining these systems throughout the year. It's one thing to set up your system, and it's another thing to keep that system going. Sometimes we don't keep a system going when the system doesn't work. Like we didn't set it up right. Maybe we had way too much stuff, or we didn't really find a space for everything, or we're using or not using things at a different cadence than we originally thought. If that's the case, fix it. 
don't try to force something that's not working. Redo how things are organized. And that will help you be more consistent with maintaining those systems over time. I talk about organization in almost every course or live workshop I do. I'm not joking you. I talk about organization, obviously, with classroom setup. But I also talk about it quite a bit in the executive functions masterclass, in the behavior course, in the reading course, and all of the live workshop versions that I do of those things as well, because organization plays a role in all of those things. In order to teach reading well and to jump from different reading levels and run guided reading groups and run fluency instruction and direct instruction, you have to be organized here with your materials. Do not discount the importance of organization. This can be the game changer to streamlining your classroom, to giving your students the instruction when they need it. So take the time now to get organized and this will increase the likelihood that you can stay organized throughout the year. Thanks for listening to the Autism Helper podcast. If you liked what you heard and want to hear more, hit subscribe. It would mean a lot to me if you left some feedback. Whether I'm working one-on-one with a student, doing a podcast like this one, or presenting for a PD, my goal is always to provide as much value as I can. So your feedback really helps me make sure I'm doing just that. If you have other topics you'd like me to cover, leave in the feedback or message me on social media. You can follow me at The Autism Helper on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Or visit my website, theautismhelper.com. Thanks again for listening. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Having the right resources for your classroom is essential to making sure your classroom is running smoothly. At the Autism Helper Shop, we have all of the resources you need to make sure you have the behavior, communication, and curriculum supports for your students. Within our shop, we have adapted books, task cards, resources aligned to the VB map and the ABLES, behavior plan flowcharts, data sheets, curriculum. Everything you need, whether you are an early childhood teacher or a high school teacher, we have all of the resources that will meet those students' needs. So head over to shop.theautismhelper.com to check out all of our resources.